It's the Anna and Crystal Show! <laughs> Hi there, this is Crystal Musfelt. And Anna Musfelt. We're two cousins that um, have decided to start a podcast um, to just bring awareness and um, insight um, into various topics in our lives that maybe will relate to you in your life that um, you'd like to listen to. Maybe there's like, yeah, some old ones that, you know, you just recognize you're in a place in your life that doesn't make any sense to you and you don't know how to change it no matter where you go or how far you run, like you still end up in this cycle, right? Yeah, or if you're feeling lost or just feeling like you're going through a transition or some type of metamorphosis right now, um, we just want to create that space or create a space where um, we can share our insights into uh, some of the issues that sometimes lead to those places where you're feeling lost or feeling um, like you're hitting a crossroad, a bridge, and you're not sure of what direction you want to take next. So with, being, with that being said, um, we st decided to start a podcast today of all days because I, myself, Crystal, went through um, an emotional reaction um, and uh, with the grace of God, um, my cousin Anna had come to visit me for a few days um, mostly because she needed a transition or just needed a break from her life. And, and usually that's what we do is we just, we support each other in that way. And, um, maybe I'll, I'll let Anna just explain like the process that she used, um, that just came intuitively to her and, and, and then we'll talk about like what I experienced. So I'll give it to Anna. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, Crystal and I have really parallel lives, so, um, through my connection with Crystal, um, I've really recognized that I have learned to identify, um, not only in her, but in a lot of other people, where maybe they're at in their emotional healing, or, you know, what stage they're in, in their... Um, you know, their transition from the cocoon to becoming the butterflies. So while Crystal was in reaction, uh, I was just listening to her and just really tuning in and recognizing, you know, how she felt and just listening to that hidden language beneath this English language, what English language or whatever language it is that you speak, there's always like a hidden language and if you tune into that, you can really get a sense of what the person is truly trying to express where the words are falling short. Um, so I guess you can say like my on a subtle level, I was having another whole another communication with her and I just recognized that she kept stating this headspace she was in, this headspace she was in, and so um, I just trust what comes through me and just allow that to flow, and so I asked her 
if she needed to change that headspace and you know of course that was that break in that in her duality or in, in the duality which everybody has within them where one says yes and the other one questions it so I took that as an opportunity for me to ask her you know can you just you know stay in that headspace for a little bit don't don't move in there don't start packing your belongings and moving in there but just take a look around and recognize why you're in that headspace. What's in the headspace? What color are the walls? Is there carpet? What's the temperature? Is there any pictures on the wall? And um, so of course she, she took that invitation because she's very eager to heal and so she really settled into that and I could just feel that subtle language just um, really having an open-mindedness to what that room could offer her and she laid down in fetal position and um, really started to explore that room and so I started tuning into that, that that hidden language, that subtle language, the energy exchange per se um, and just trusted what was coming through me and I recognized that in her energy like this moment, this emotion, this energy in motion that she was feeling was was a reenactment. It was it was an energetic memory that was wanting to be released and detoxed and detoxed and explored. Um, so I just trusted the questions that were coming out, like, okay, what's in the room? Is there anybody in the room? Um, can you love that part of yourself that's in that room? And um, I don't remember everything else that I asked you while you were in that room, but... Well, what I found fascinating about it was, you know, when I just took that moment to just really listen, because um, the revelation that I had just before that was that I was feeling really invisible and that like people that I've been reaching out to to support me or to just understand me kept projecting their own um, their own memories, their own ways that they were processing things or how they've processed things. And I understand that in doing that, the people that I've reached out to do that because that's how they feel like they can connect or can, um, can you know, be at the same level I'm at, be at that level of compassion and understanding. Uh, but it wasn't actually what I needed um, because it just helped, it just projected and just made that feeling of feeling invisible and not being heard. I felt like it was just being amplified even more. So when Anna offered that opportunity for me to just really explore, when I went into fetal position, laying on my floor in the sunshine, um, and just allowing the tears to flow, uh, I went back to like my five-year-old self, and I just like totally had a feeling of deja vu, of being in the exact same headspace, uh, of when I was five and a really traumatic event happened where I was sexually molested and and then everything that came about from that experience 
just all those feelings, all the memories flooded and just washed over me. And I just remember feeling in that moment as Anna was telling me to explore the room, explore the colors and just really to be present in that room and to accept that I'm there. Um, it was just a great moment of insight for me, recognizing that what I was asking from people that I interact with, with the people that I love and that love me, and I know that they love me, but maybe don't necessarily understand me, were, you know, in that moment I was just feeling like I really just need to be loved and validated for how I'm feeling. And um, by doing that process, I definitely was able to to shift out of that mindset and not in a way where I repressed that feeling further, but instead I brought it into the light. And yeah, I just, I just wanted to share that, that I think it's really important if you're feeling invisible or feeling like you're not being heard, especially by your close personal contacts, um, that, and as Anna had said <laughs> earlier today in her profound way, um, she said something about, uh, you have to, you can't find without. What was that that you said, Anna? Um, <clears throat> about the validation? Validation, yeah. So what I've recognized through, uh, my processing, and I heard something that was parallel with it, is that, um... You can't ask for people to on the outside to validate how you feel on the inside. That you need to provide that for yourself. And it's not until you're validated on the inside will you start to receive that from your outside world. And that everything is a journey within, like... The reason why those things come up is not because the people in your life are pushing you to have reactions or pushing you to, uh, like, I mean, everybody's on their own place in their journey, but everybody we meet is meant to cross your path. It's an invitation to heal a part of yourself, and that is, you know, Crystal used the term with me, that emotion, it's energy and motion. So, um, and a reaction is, you know, you're reacting to that energy and motion. So, we have these things come up for us as an opportunity to be more whole within ourselves. It isn't necessarily to be a master of a relationship with another spirit, but it's an opportunity to draw closer to yourself and to have revelation about yourself and how you can become whole. Because I think that, you know, living in the society we live in, there's so many parts of our soul that's fragmented throughout our timeline that we oftentimes aren't whole. And so I think that in asking for outside validation, the true thing that your soul is asking for is inner validation and inner peace and inner wholeness and and getting back in tune with your spirit and your soul and doing what you need and not living up to fulfilling other people's needs or what society thinks that we're to have or do and just listening to yourself and that was one of my biggest things about these headspaces. I'm very familiar with the headspaces. And um, I've just recognized that to just settle into them.
Yeah. Just don't resist. Be who you are in that moment. Yeah. What you resist persists. And yeah, if you don't, if you don't settle into them and recognize, make them a home, not necessarily live there always, but recognize that it is a part of yourself that if you continue to deny it, it'll just keep, it'll scream for validation. I mean, look at what you shared about when you saw your five-year-old self in there. What did you do? I just, I, it's just fairly fascinating to like see myself or just like as she was guiding me to just visit that part of myself in how I laid down in fetal position was exactly, like I said, that deja vu moment, the, the five-year-old self. And it was like I could see myself laying on my bed when I was five in that exact same position, tears silently coming out of my eyes because I didn't want to... I didn't want to validate the feelings that I had felt in that moment. And all I wanted to do was just hug my five-year-old self. And so I did visualize doing that, just holding myself in fetal position while I was in fetal position. It was a very, very um, fascinating visualization and very real and yet not real at the same time. Exactly what I needed in that moment. Well, I think you did great. Thanks, Anna. And healing is not easy. No. Like, I think it's the most beautiful mess ever. Like, it's so messy. Sometimes it's so messy. But it's so worth it. We've been on this healing journey for how long now? Um, I think I've been on a healing journey ever since I was born. <laughs> 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 when I was aware of it, I, I think I've been, um, I think the first time I really recognized that I uh, was not at peace within myself was the first time I went to yoga. Like, yeah, yoga has been a, a big part of my life. And yet it's something right now, I'm currently in the headspace of not feeling motivated to explore. And I just find that fascinating because it's like, why am I not doing something that I know is really good to do? Well, maybe just a thought I had while you were saying that is maybe because it has done such a good job. The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.